Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy. Uh, happy to be here with, for the first time with my good friend Phil Nasons, the cash with the flash. Phil, good to be on with you. Hey, it's good to finally work with you, dude. I've been listening to you for years. Oh, thank you. Uh, you know, and if you play your cards right, you know, you might might go with me for another day or two. Hey, maybe so. I hope so. You know, at least another day or two, right? Yeah, I, I would. would t- who knows what the future holds? You never but, know. Uh, you, 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 you never know. Uh, you know, you could, I, I know you've been on Sirius XM too, so uh, it probably won't be our last time, though. Any, anyhow, yeah. Uh, anyhow, uh, we're going to look at running backs for DraftKings main slate today uh, and also some Monkey Knife Fight uh, prop bets as well. So let's uh, – I'll give prices for, for DraftKings, Phil, if you can give uh, prices for FanDuel. That would be great. Uh, and I'll, st- I'll start uh, at the top with Christian McCaffrey going against Green Bay at 10,500. It seems like the way that uh, Green Bay has defended the run this year, that he is worthy of spending up for that. Saquon Barkley against the Jets, also worthy of it at 8,800. And Alvin Kamara, uh, 8,200. That uh, terrible defense over there in Atlanta is more vulnerable to the pass, but you know, Kamara could catch passes out of the backfield. Uh, for his first game back, though, so maybe you want to be a little more cautious in the DFS. Uh, but I'm fine with spending up for Bar- for Barkley or McCaffrey this week in GPPs, and especially cash games. You know, that sounds like a good idea. McCaffrey's he's had a great year. At 10,500, that is kind of steep. At FanDuel, Saquon Barkley, 8,600 against the Jets. And I'm thinking about fading them both. So you're you're gonna pay down this week? I am, yes. I, I as of today, I am. You know, with injury reports, everything changes. You know this as well as anyone. But I like those two players that you name, McCaffrey and Barkley. I like them a lot. But I'm interested in a couple other running backs this week that are a lot cheaper, and maybe, just maybe, will give you some more production. All right. Uh, so let's keep going down the ladder. Uh, Latin Murray's priced at 7300 in case he has to start. I would definitely use him if he does. James Conner likely not going to play at 7300 Mark Ingram has a really good matchup against Cincinnati at 7100 but you can never tell where the ball is going to go in that Baltimore offense in terms of running the ball, so he's more of a GPP play. And then you got Nick Chubb against Buffalo at 7000 probably going to avoid the touchdown. Opportunities are not going to be there. Marlon Mack against Miami is 7,000. Seems like a decent play, but really doesn't catch passes. It's been kind of disappointing. Uh, of all the guys I probably mentioned, uh, Mark Ingram is probably my favorite. Uh, also, we didn't mention Aaron Jones, who's 7,400. But he's been up and down lately. I would say that whole range of running backs that right there from 700 to 74,000 on uh, 7,400 on DraftKings is not thrilling me. No, I, 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 you know what? It's funny that you say all those things because – those three running backs are my one, two, and three this week at FanDuel because I think they're going to get into the end zone, and that's what you need at FanDuel. You need to get in the end zone. You know, the Bengals have the worst defense, rushing defense in, a, in the NFL, and I think that Baltimore's going to hand them their lunch, and that's going to give Ingram plenty of uh, cleanup time at garbage time, and, and I like him a lot. He's my, favorite, he's my favorite running back on the slate for FanDuel this week, Scott. 
Yeah, uh, I think I'm less hot on him, maybe more of a GPP play for two reasons. Number one, with with uh, with the running game, you never know it might be Lamar Jackson at the goal line, or Gus Edwards getting carries at the goal line. I don't right. think Ingram's been as productive. Second off, I and I talked about this with Jason, I never agree with that old daily axiom that they're going to have a big lead in the second half and that the starting running back is going to get a ton of carries. Because if it's that much of a blowout, you're going to see more of Gus Edwards and you're going to see more of Justice Hill. And if the game is closer, it's not just going to be Ingram. I've, I've never really believed in that whole thing that they're going to chew up the clock for the entire second half and Mark Ingram is going to get a ton of carries. Usually when that does happen, when you see the lead running back carrying late in the game, it's because the game has been a little bit closer. And then all of a sudden, like say – Say the game is like a 10-point, it's like 30-20, to 20, and the Bengals are still in the game. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, well, well like 27-20, to 20, and then all of a sudden uh, it becomes, say, 33-34-20. to 20. Then Ingram will get carries for like three, maybe the final three minutes as they try to wear down the clock. But I've never seen – everybody talks about this in daily, and with all due respect to you – uh, Phil, I just I don't believe in that thing. A ton of carries in the second half with a big lead. And that's fair enough too, you know. But I I have this funny feeling. It's just a gut feeling. I like the way Ingram ran the ball. I think uh, Harbaugh saw that finally, and maybe it's his day. But I also like I really like Aaron Jones in this, and I like Marlon Mack. Mack, you're right. He hasn't had those receptions, but they're there. I mean, they were there earlier in the season, you know, and now with Brissett, who knows what's going to happen with him. You know, they're going to have to throw, somebody's going to have to do some dumping, and it's going to go to Mac. That's my feeling. I think if they do dumping, it'll go to Naheem Hines, but I'm not totally against with you on uh, on Ingram. Uh, and with Jones, he's always got the upside, but I feel these, like these guys are definitely risky, and they're more of GPP plays. Right. See, I'm a, I'm a strictly a GPP player. Um, and this is kind of how I, my mindset works when I look at this. I wouldn't ever use someone like Marlon Mack in a cash game. <laughs> I probably wouldn't use Aaron Jones in a cash game, and I certainly wouldn't use Mark Ingram. I, you know, Baltimore running backs, though, are sort of like San Antonio Spurs players. You just never know. But Ingram looked good the other day. He impressed me. And the numbers are there, Scott, right? But the numbers are there. Okay, uh, let's move uh, under $7,000. No, I'm not saying I don't agree with you. Le'Veon Bell may not play in this game. Derrick Henry going against Kansas City. you got to love it at 6400 One of the top plays of the day for me, whether it's cash or GPP. Derrick Henry's more dependable than ever and always capable of a big play against the Kansas City defense. It's been vulnerable to the run all year long. Then you got Jalen Samuels at 6300 against the Rams. I think he's going to be widely owned. Todd Gurley against Pittsburgh, 6,100. I think I'll move past that. But within that range, I'm very big on Derrick Henry, and I'm certainly uh, okay with Jalen Samuels. Derrick Henry's on my list. He's my number four, actually. He's 7,000 at FanDuel, and I agree. You can use Henry as a uh, cash or a GPP play. In fact, I, he's going to be my second guy at 7,000. But I do have another one, but you'll bring him up in a minute. Now, Jalen Samuels... That was amazing watching him catch the ball. You had, what, 11 receptions the other day? 13. Wow. Would he have gotten that many with Roethlisberger quarterbacking? 
Probably not. You know, but Mason Rudolph is not a good downfield thrower. He's better than Mitch Trubisky as a downfield thrower, but who is it? Right. Well, I, he's better than me, so I'll give him that. And you're better than Trubisky, so. No, I mean, Trubisky's got to be better than me. He's taller, he's younger. No, I think, Ru- I think Rudolph's probably better <coughs> better than you. Trubisky, I'm not so sure. Okay, okay, because I like this Rudolph kid in a way. I, I think he has some poise back there. He, You know, he's in a rough situation. You know, he's uh, trying he's, to take over. He's, for the... he's erratic, though, from the talent perspective. Right, that's fair. But you did, do you think he can settle down, though, settle into that role? Uh, you know, he's got more weeks to do it, but and you never know if Ben Roethlisberger will come back next year. So, all right, let's uh keep it moving here. David Johnson, if he comes back, fifty seven hundred, and in a way, there's a contrarian play because he's going against Tampa Bay, but he can catch balls out of the backfield. People look at Tampa Bay's run defense and where it's ranked so high. But that's because it's people pass against them so much. Although they, you know, they do have a good defensive line. Vita V is having a great year. But at 5,700 uh, on DraftKings, I have to like it. Uh, Kenyon Drake is 5,500 in case he doesn't play. Uh, somebody consider both those guys as contrarian plays just for the price. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, 5,300. I think he's another terrific, terrific value. Uh, gets the Detroit Lions. He's really starting to get into that rhythm that any everybody wanted uh, him to get into. Jamal Williams doesn't get enough touches for me at 5,200. Devonta Freeman is hit or missed at 5,100, but I love Devin Singletary at 5,000. I was recommending him last week because I said, you know, this is another guy that they have to get into the offense because the only playmaker they have is John Brown. Here's another dynamic kid who adds a real spark to the offense. And now he faces the Browns this week. So I really, really like David Johnson, David Montgomery, and Devin Singletary all in that range. I like Singletary. He's 67 at FanDuel, though. Maybe that's a little high for him, but he's going against the Browns. It's a tasty matchup, and they are the third worst defense against the Rush. And I think Singletary carved them up like Thanksgiving turkeys. That's what I think. But 6700 is that too expensive, you think, for a GPP? No, uh, considering the matchup and the upside, I, I like it. I do too. I, I, I'm all in, especially at DraftKings, five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's great play on DraftKings. Probably great be very play. widely owned. Damian Williams is forty nine hundred. Could be the lead running back in, uh, in, uh, in Kansas City again, especially after he ripped off that ninety one yard run. Uh, he's more of a GPP play if you're rolling out multiple lineups. Joe Mixon is only 4,700, but he goes against Baltimore. Uh, that's not something I like. Uh, LaShawn McCoy at 4,400, not touching it right now. J.D. McKissick, 4,300 against the Bears. Uh, I really don't trust him at all. Uh, and it, But Ronald Jones at 4,300 against Arizona. Uh, very interesting play there. You know, good, good, good value slash punt play. Really start is really starting to run with more authority. The thing with him though is, I call I call him Boogie Nights because every <laughs> once in a while he's got to keep on dancing, keep on dancing, <laughs> and once he curbs that, he'll be he'll be a better NFL running back. But I still like him at forty three hundred. Okay, sixty three hundred at FanDuel though. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot for him. Yeah, I I would do it on DraftKings, but not on FanDuel. Oh, I would too. You know, he's a great play. 
That's a great play. That's why you're the king. Oh, thank you. Uh, Caleb Balaj is just 3,800. He's going to get the start. Uh, you know, he could easily flop. Caleb Balaj looked bad at times, really bad at times. He just hasn't run for 20 yards in a game. Mark Walton's out. I've seen I've seen passes bounce off the side of his helmet. I've seen to get stoned at the goal line. But at 3,800, you got to roll him out in some tournaments. Maybe so, you know. Um, you have. To, I was going to play him last week, um, for, in in some kind of thing I was doing, and at the end of the day, I didn't do it. I didn't need to, but uh, this kid can play, and uh, I think if he gets a chance at forty six hundred dollars on Fanduel, if you can get a running back on a challenged offense for forty six hundred dollars, and he's probably going to get some touches, that's worth it. I, that's worth a flyer right there in a GPP. And you got Trey Edmonds, who's interesting at 3,400. He did get a dozen carries last week, and he's just 3,400. This is an interesting punt play. I like him too. Um, you know, but he's also doubtful with a hamstring. But at 5,300 on Fantable, I, I would give him a shot if he can play. All right, you saw a doubtful listening for him? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Saw it earlier this morning. Um, earlier this morning. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I guess I need to stay more updated. Well, no, it's okay. You know what? But here's the note I had. It says here. Apologies to the audience there. No, it's okay. <laughs> Don't worry about that. That's why we have two of us. Um, yeah. it, I'm not much of a football guy, but Edmonds isn't expected to return for Week 10 against Tampa Bay. And this is was published on their official Cardinals website. And it's understandable that you would miss. Oh, it you're talking you're... about Chase Edmonds. I'm talking about Trey Edmonds. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Chase. Oh, I Trey, thought you said Chase. Trey, Ed, Trey Edmonds of the Steelers. Oh, right. I, you know what? Yeah. I think I might have to fade him. Uh, I, I worry about that team. <laughs> okay. Trey, yeah, so, Trey so, Edmonds. So I take back my apology. I was correct. Well, he's. <laughs> well, here's the thing. But he. <laughs> you were, but here, Coach Mike Thomas suggested that Edmonds would be limited in practice, but he would probably play. Perfect. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I saw. I was like, oh, yeah, right. Cool. I, yeah, we got our Edmonds confused. Yeah, we sure did. Because, you know, how many Edmonds are there in the NFL? Uh, let's see. There used to be Farrell Edmonds a long time ago. Okay. He was a tight end. And I think that's actually Chase's father. Maybe so. There's a there yeah. was a guy Edmonds too that played for the Detroit Lions. I think he was a. There used to be a kick returner, Bobby Joe Edmonds. Right. In the '80s for the Seahawks. This is but this is the I king, folks. Yeah, I guess you're asking current though. So. Well, <laughs> fair enough. But the point is, you can go far back, and that's a great thing. This is this is why you're the king. You're you're a great benefit in the fantasy world. Because I, I Trey Edmonds it would never even have been on my radar, man. Fifty six hundred bucks. Wow, that's a lot. I don't know, you know, pff, hard to say. But uh, would would you use him in a GPP? I'd give it a shot if Why I'm rolling not? out multiple lineups like David. Right. Jones. I was I was gonna say yeah. if, you, if I'm a single lineup player, Scott. So yeah. I would probably uh, fade him because <laughs> I I, I want to try to cash something if I can. But uh, I don't know. I have to give him some more thought. That's a good call right there. Who else do you like back there? Uh, I think I just covered the whole list. So give us your give us your rankings. Okay, my here you go. My number one guy is Mark Ingram. My number two, these are all GPPs at FanDuel. My number two guy is Marlon Mack. My number three guy is Devin Singletary. 
Derrick Henry is my fourth guy. David Montgomery is my fifth guy. Aaron Jones is my sixth guy. And I have uh, Kenyon Drake in there too. As a, as a, well, as what a, if David Johnson plays? Well, then I would not have. Then I would have to fade him. I would fade the entire backfield. Okay, you think I would have time, to timeshare there? Yeah, I'm afraid of those things. But uh, if if Kenyon Drake, I was so impressed watching him play the other night. You know, and we did the podcast on Monday. Nick and I, we didn't even really talk about him. So, uh, but it's also a short week too. So, what are you going to do with that? Would you would you pull the trigger on Kenyon Drake? What do you, What do you mean a short week? Uh, they played on Thursday, so they get like a mini buy, sort of. Right. Okay. Oh, that's. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I'm a you weak. Get it flipped in your head. Yeah. Of course I do. <laughs> I do so many of these things, man. I get him confused, coach. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm fading that whole Arizona backfield. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go over to. Uh, let's do our monkey knife fight props fix for for Thursday. And yeah. always remember, use the URL mkf.win slash daily. That's mkf.win slash daily. And you will get uh, 100% matching bonus on your first deposit as long as you say that uh, Win Daily sent you. We'll take a look at the over-under, 5 or 5 for tomorrow night's game, uh, for Thursday night's game, with 20 times uh, what you put in. If you get O'Neill all five of these picks, uh, you get you – get, uh, you get 20 times what you put in. So let's start with Phillip Rivers uh, against the Raiders. Over 300 passing yards. Rivers hasn't been consistent this year as in the past. But uh, usually in the past, very dependable for 300 yards. Uh, I say against the Raiders secondary, I'm going to take the over for 300 and a half passing yards. I'm with you on that. I'm waiting for him to have a just a Phillip Rivers type thing. You know, he's got eight kids. He still has to make money. Yeah. Hit those 300 yards so we can all make money. I'm going over. Yeah. Well, he's not quite Travis Henry. Travis Henry had maybe twice as many kids. That Travis Henry was the father of our country. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like it. Derek Carr, over or under 275 and a half passing yards. I, the way that he's been playing lately, if River's going to be slinging it, he's got to match him. I'm going to take the over. You have to, because that's the way he throws. That's the way he rolls. They rolled my Lions this week, man. What was that all about? Unfortunately, um, the Lions get rolled a lot. Uh, yeah, I do like their me. defense in daily this week, though, against Chicago. Okay. Uh, yeah, Keenan Allen over under five and a half receptions. I don't think there's any way the Raiders secondary could hold him down. Allen doesn't get in the end zone enough, but he does catch a lot of passes. Uh, so I'm going to take the over here. And I am too, because if Philip Rivers is going to throw for 300 yards, then Keenan Allen has to get at least 100 of those. So take the over. Okay. Uh, Josh Jacobs, who I think is an RB1 in fantasy now. The kid's having a terrific rookie year. Over 82.5 rushing yards. Uh, I really think, you know, the Raiders have finally solved their longtime running back problem. And this kid can do it against anybody. Uh, you know, and. The Chargers' pass defense, run defense, hasn't been scary. I would take the over on Josh Jacobs. I would too because he's he had a great year. Gruden is letting him run too, and that's a nice thing to see. So uh, why not? And it gives it, what he's done is he's helped Derek Carr too. You know, they finally have somebody back there. So yeah, take the over. And then you got Hunter Henry, who's just been 
do it against everybody over 65 and a half uh, receiving yards. I'd have to go over the way he's been playing. Again, when you're talking about Phillip Rivers and over 300 yards, then you have to have Hunter Henry and you have to have Keenan Allen over. Because who else is he going to throw the ball to? Now, now, one thing that I'm going to point out, though, we, you know, we've we've done a very easy over on all of these picks based on the matchups. Right. But I always warn about one thing, and I think you saw with the Jaguars last week that everybody was saying, "Oh, you know, they'll they'll rip up this very vulnerable, shaky uh, secondary of the Texans," and but in divisional games. Nothing always goes purely by the numbers. These teams know each other well, and these teams know each other very well. And, uh, you know, when, when teams know each other very well, sometimes divisional games are lower scoring than, uh, than you might see with the pure matchups. That's a good point, and I think that's what happens. You know, because – you know, familiarity breeds contempt. It also um, gives you the uh, confidence to uh, succeed, especially when you've done it before against these teams. Yeah, there's no surprises either. And forget about all that film. They know what these guys are going to do. Um, and you make a great point. I think that I also think defensive defenses get up a little more for these divisional games. Don't you agree? Uh, I think so. You know, and that's exactly the point. We could take all five overs. We could be completely wrong and lose our $20. Especially the way I've been going this week, but uh, at the end of the day, I, I. But you know what? Those are not bad bets. I mean, there's a big difference between a a, a bad beat and a bad bet, and, and you can't go wrong with Philip Rivers over 300 yards, or Keenan Allen over 100 yards, whatever it is, or even Hunter Henry over 67 yards. I mean, these are essentially average days where we go, wow, that's pretty good. These are average days for these guys. And, you know, so I wouldn't be surprised. The over is a good play. The under, now, what is the, there's no line on this. I haven't seen this site. There's no line on this, like plus minus for taking the under. No, it's just over or under. You just and pick you these get, guys. You get, you get all, the, if you get all five right of them, you make you win five times what you put in. I think they better keep our boy John away from that site. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right. So thanks a lot for listening today, Phil. It's been a, been a pleasure. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. We're talking uh, Thursday night football showdown. Thanks a lot for listening to the Win Daily podcast. Don't forget to go to mkf.win slash daily. And uh, you can play these picks that we talked about. And also get a premium gold subscription so you can check out all Phil's Cash with the Flash Best, best. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.